Welcome to Owning Love Podcast. This podcast is taking ownership of our thoughts, feelings, and actions so we can better connect to ourselves and in turn, be available to connect with others. We can feel connected and loved without changing anyone or anything around us. Today, I had scheduled my podcast launch. I had recorded my first episode and was really pumped to share it with you guys. But due to some recent events in my life, I have postponed it until after the holidays. This is not what I was expecting, but I believe there are no coincidences. I believe the recent information is for my learning and growth, and I'm using this time to do just that. So today, this episode will be a bonus before the first one to just share a few thoughts and insights until the official launch. Stay tuned to my social media, and I will let you know on the new date. With the recent turn of events in my life, I thought a lot about expectations. So that's what I want to make this podcast about today. We all have expectations. It's part of the human experience. We expect the sun to rise in the east and set in the west. We expect the seasons. We expect our kids to behave and our spouse to love us. We expect the world to go round like it's supposed to. Expectations are great until they don't happen, right? What if our kids don't behave? Or what if our spouse is not faithful? Or what if it snows in June or the world doesn't show up like it should? Are we taught how to handle life when our expectations are not met? I feel like 2020 is one giant example of expectations not happening. If someone told you a year ago that there would be a pandemic worldwide with mandatory mask mandates and you'd be in quarantine at some point for a period of time and homeschooling your children and working from home, you'd be shocked. 2020 mixed up all of our expectations. Our whole life happens in our thoughts and we experience our life in our feelings. Feelings can only come to us once we have a thought about any given circumstance or experience. If we lined up 100 people and asked them how they felt about 2020, we would get 100 different thoughts. Each person would be right about how they felt about 2020. We create our own reality in our mind, then it presents as feelings in our life. This fuels our actions and leads to our results. So back to these 100 people. Some people might say it's been the worst experience of their life and that they can't wait for it to be over and they would list all the reasons why. Some might say that they have been enjoying being with family more. Some might say that they hate working from home while others might say they absolutely love it. This proves the point that 2020 is not the actual issue. It's our thoughts about 2020 that perpetuate how we feel about it. And we may want to feel terrible about it or we may want to love 2020 for what it has taught us. The point is, we get to decide. When our expectations are not met, let's stick to the example of 2020. We have two choices. We can own how we feel about it and like our reasons why, or we can take no ownership for how we feel about it and blame the people, the government, the politics, our family, social media, or whatever else we think is causing us to feel the way we feel. The first option empowers us and allows progression to take place in our lives. Regardless of how the world and all the people show up, the second option leaves us powerless and creates feelings of doubt, uncertainty, and a sense of feeling stuck. We all choose both options at different times in our lives, whether we are aware or not. The goal is to live in the first option in a state of progression where our energy can focus on creating the life we want instead of feeling emotionally drained and stagnant. So how do you wanna feel about 2020? For me, I chose to look at 2020 as a gift. I have learned so much this year about myself and my relationships. I've been able to dig deep and find truth and meaning and purpose through not having my expectations met. It's okay to have expectations. It's when we hang our feelings on them, we become vulnerable to the inevitable hurt or not having them met how we would like. Once they are not met, we become control enthusiasts 
and try to fix our circumstances by forcing what we want on others so we can feel better. So if we want to experience life differently, instead of waiting for the person to change or for the world to change, we can create different thoughts. This will generate different feelings and lead to different actions and in turn, more desired results. We are taught that other people are responsible for our feelings, but the truth is we are the only ones that can think and feel for ourselves. No one can access this part of you unless you believe their words and attach your own meaning to them. We determine how we feel by how we think about the things in the world. When things don't show up the way we had planned, here's the real test. We still get to decide how we think and feel about the new circumstances in our lives. When we take ownership of what we think and feel and love our reasons why, we can come at it from a place of power, abundance, and creation instead of powerlessness, scarcity, and survival. So here's to a new upcoming year. How do you want to feel about 2021? No matter what presents in 2021, you get to decide how you feel about it and what will determine the quality of your year. The truth is life is not happening to us, but we are happening to life. We are the creators of our lives. With my expectations not happening the way I had planned for my podcast launch, I chose to think of it as an opportunity for learning, growth, and a jumpstart to something even better. This led to the feeling of excitement. I created new photos that better emulate who I am, my personality, and am more excited than ever to get this content out there and connect with you all. Follow me on social media at Life Coach Rachel to know exact dates. See you all soon. Thank you.